Welcome to this week's episode of the Creeptastic Nerds. I am Justin Vaughn, joined as always by Jay and Tyler Gibson. Hello. I don't ever know why I don't go Tyler and Jay Gibson. <laughs> it just doesn't sound right to me. <laughs> I, I've never noticed, to be honest. I always say your name second. And I don't know why. I just It just sounds weird. Tyler and Jay. But Jay and Tyler just sounds right. Yeah. I've never really cared. <laughs> I'm used to being picked last. <clears throat> Alright, so this week's episode, we're actually oh, going to talk about... Sub Jay. <laughs> hey, technically he's number three. Look <laughs> what you started, asshole. Well, technically you are. True. I mean, amongst us, like me and Jay decide a lot of our topics. Because <laughs> you never have an opinion. You're just like, I don't care. There's a couple times where I do. It, there's been a couple topics you're like, hey, why don't we do this? And it's like, all right, that works perfectly. Hey, Tyler came up with a topic for the week. Sweet. <laughs> He's my big boy brain. Uh, so this week's episode, we were kind of stumped on what we were going to do because we didn't plan this out. Um, Never do. That ain't true. Okay, 95% of the time we do. We play and scream out. Okay, but still, like I just said, ninety five percent of the time we do. We do we do wing it a lot though. A <laughs> lot. <laughs> because we're all busy. So we don't always communicate with each other. We need to get better at communicating again. We do. What are you writing, Jay? Nothing. He's scribbling. Doodling. Oh. <laughs> uh but this week's episode we decided to take it back to what me and Tyler originally started this podcast on us. Hey. Except, it's not Quincy Ghost Stories. It's not Illinois Ghost Stories. We've done covered those. It's Missouri. Da, da, da. Missouri Ghost Stories. That's our topic for the week. But Tyler's going to read out of our book. Uh, in Omaha, Nebraska, it is against the law to burp or sneeze in church. That's oh. kind of fucked up. Wow. So they're going to make you hold in a sneeze? Typically you could. Just pinch, bri- pinch the bridge of your nose. That or just say pineapples three times. It works. I've done it before. I was at work actually yesterday, and I was about to sneeze, and someone goes, and I went, pineapples, 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 and they go, fuck saying pineapples for? I was about to sneeze. The fuck's that going to do? Hey, talking about pineapple, does pineapple really make cum taste better? <laughs> it's something I really want to know. I don't know. Why would you want to know? This is weird. I don't want to know for myself. I want to know for somebody who is willing to give me head. Jesus. <laughs> Use Google. It should know. I Harley's actually the one that told me that originally, but I didn't know if that was actually true. Google it. Well, it's all over Google that you do it, and it's supposed to make it taste better. I didn't know if it actually was true. I'm hoping one of our listeners can reach out to me and say, hey, yes, it's true. Hey, no, it's not. I just want to know. So email us, seriously. I want to know. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know how we went from burping and sneezing in church and saying pineapple to... That, that's what made me think of it. And I go, my brain goes on tangents. Um, a woman in Los Angeles once married a rock. Yeah, that's weird. So how would... Wait, 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 wait. How would the vowels go, though? To be fair, though, she got, if she got mad at her, well, her rock, she'd just throw him. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> get the husband. fuck away from me! Go <laughs> <laughs> sleep on the couch. Uh, that was what you did. You broke the vase. 
Um, honey is the only food that does not spoil. Yeah. It takes a while for canning goods to spoil, though. Mmm. Because the preservatives in it. Mm-hmm. You know the stuff that says, the, the food that says no preservatives, they're still preservatives in it, but they're natural preservatives? Yeah. Like salt? Which I did not know that. But yeah. Just, just a little, a little, fun, little fun fact. As in what we're reading. Um, in ancient Egypt, killing a cat was a crime punishable by death. Yeah, I knew that. They worshipped them. Yeah, they worship okay, cats. Okay, dude, we can hear your music. I don't know why they worship cats, though. I don't know either. Um, five jelly flavors that flopped. Celery, coffee, cola, apple, and chocolate. Yeah. Hey, to be fair, I think we did actually read this page. You know what, fucker, we're doing it again, and we'll do the pages after. I don't care, dude. Remember when we used to just skip around and say random facts, and then we decided, no, let's just start from the beginning and just do them? So it's not like some of them haven't been read like two or three times now. Yeah, during one lifetime, the average person eats about 60,000 pounds of food, the weight of six elephants. Nice. I mean, that's throughout a lifetime, though, so. Yeah. Um, it would take more than 150 million years to drive a car to the sun. Wow. Who the fuck calculated that? I mean, there are literally scientists that calculate shit like that. I want to know. Just out of nowhere. Like, they're just like, dude, I want to know. How many, car, how many years would it take? It probably, probably wouldn't have been that. It would probably have been, well, how far is the sun? And then they calculate that. And like, oh, wow, it would take this long to drive a car there. <clears throat> well, this is hilarious after reading this page. Um, 200 million M&Ms are sold every day in the U.S. I believe it. And then, M&Ms uh, are delicious. They are. A 200-year-old piece of cheese was once sold for $1,513. Ew. That shit was gross. You know how much mold had to be on that thing? Oh, God. I still know. The moldier is better. Uh, no, I'm good, dude. I don't need, I don't need penicillin. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, but this is a good one. In a town in Canada, it is illegal to frown at a cow. What? Oh, boo You get arrested. You can't frown at a cow. It's illegal. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> like, why is that a law? I don't know. Who thought of that law? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Like, that doesn't even make sense as a law. I know. I know. Um, about 500 million years ago, a day only lasted 20.6 hours instead of 24. I believe it. Um, the youngest parent was were 8 and 9 and lived in China in 1910. I believe it, too. I mean... <sighs> I struggle with the 8 and 9 thing because if they were parents <coughs> that would mean that they both hit puberty right around the same time. Right. Which generally doesn't happen. Guys don't usually hit you know puberty until what, about 6th, 7th grade. Yeah. Well, girls usually hit before guys do. Yeah. Which is usually about 4th grade. Uh, sometimes a little bit earlier, sometimes a little bit later, but usually right around 4th grade. Yeah. Same with guys, usually you know, between 5th, 6th, 7th grade. So, that means they hit it super fucking early. 
Um, before World War II, when guards were posted at the fence, anyone could walk up to the front door of the White House. My question is, where the hell were those kids' parents at that they were right, parents? Right, right, right. Jesus Christ. Hey, okay. just thinking about this, okay, so I heard this TikTok of this guy talking. It's a, actually a comedian. Uh, I want to say his name's Bill Burr or something like that. Uh, but he talks about his daughter getting her period for the first time. She's at school. She calls him. And he says, well, what do you need? I can bring it to you. She goes, no, no. Mom already set me up. She goes, what I need you to do is she gives him a list of supplies to go get from the store. One being like red velvet cake. And and he said, why? He go, She goes, because I want to have a period party. Then she tells him there'll be eight girls and two boys invited to the period party. But they're not going to tell the boys why they're there. Oh no! So I seen this. Him being a I comedian, he gets on board, and he goes by his red velvet cake. Uh, he makes pasta with chunky marinara. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I seen this on. TikTok. He said he's never had more fun at a party than seeing those two little boys with red velvet cake on their face <laughs> and asking who Jason is because she named her period Jason. Because she got it on Friday the 13th. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> the two boys are probably going to have to have oh, so much therapy. Once they find out. I mean, come on, dude. That's, that's fucking funny. I wish I would have thought about that with my girls. Because that would have been hilarious. Why did they do that to them boys? That's bogus, though. Like, that was a daughter's idea. I know. That's bogus. Why did you do that? Like, that's just bogus. Hmm. I don't know. He's the comedian that's always shirtless. I don't know why he's shirtless, but he, he does his whole stand-up without a shirt on. But he's super fucking funny. No, I kind of want to watch that. I don't know what special it is, though. But it is super fucking funny. It's completely, it's 100% worth it. Uh, <laughs> just throwing that out there. The only other comedian that I, I really follow, I really follow, is, Jason, or is Josh Wolf. Or, yeah, Josh Wolf. Because his son comes on too. Now they have a show together called Hey Man. It's actually a podcast. And he is fucking hilarious. He talks about his kids a lot. Like his son was in an Armenian gang at lunchtime at school. What the fuck? Where they just sit around and talk about the other Armenian kids. And he said, but you're not Armenian. (laughs) (laughs) The other joke. My other favorite joke of his though is he's talking about. His friend was getting married, wanted him to throw the bachelor party in Vegas. He says, you don't want me to do that. I'm a comedian. I always go for the joke. <coughs> and his friend said, no, no, I want you to do it because you know Vegas. And he was looking at the at Craigslist because, like, the guy wanted strippers, you know, normal bachelor party shit. And he uh, looked at Craigslist for Las Vegas, and there was an ad on there saying, I'll wrestle okay. you. Yeah. Yeah, I literally just talked to a comedian talks about, about daughter's period party. <laughs> but uh, an ad popped up saying, I'll wrestle you. And this chick comes to your house, gets butt naked, and throws you around. <laughs> and he doesn't tell his friend that she's coming to wrestle him. He got un- uninvited from the wedding. <laughs> Because the chick shows up, 
And she's 6'2", 250. Jesus. <coughs> so not a small lady. <coughs> but, like, he, he talks about, like, how she showed up with 12 buffalo wings and a foot long. And asked where she could fuel up before the match. And he puts her in a private room <coughs> so she can eat. And she comes out, she's still got buffalo sauce on her face and stuff like that. And, like, how his friend's only reaction was, what the... And before she got it, before she started throwing him around. And was, like, beating him with her titties and shit like that. It was, he's just fucking funny. <coughs> it's like, you know, I would not un- uninvite my friend for that. Even if I did get my ass kicked by a woman, it's still funny. Yeah, I'd be able to laugh a little bit about it. <laughs> All right, let's get into our topic. We're almost 15 minutes into our episode. We haven't even talked about our topic yet. Jay's not complaining. Jay don't like our topic this week. All right, <coughs> so visitmo.com. Missouri's most haunted places is where I'm actually going based off of. I'm on the exact same page. From October 30th, 2021. It starts off with, ghosts have been known to inhabit some of Missouri's most famous places. From the oldest prison west of the Mississippi River to Mark Twain's stomping grounds, come see for yourself during one of these spirited adventures. And it says, spooky spaces. I like how they tie, like they have little subtitles for that too. Yeah. It's fucking perfect. Um, the Missouri State Penitentiary. By day, take a history tour at the, muse- the Missouri State Penitentiary, the oldest continuous... Continuously operating prison west of the Mississippi River. The facility is located in Jefferson City. Hey, that's the one I told you about on Ghost Adventurers. Um, Which is their state capital, by the way. That's perfect. Housed inmates from 168 years until until it's decommissioned in 2004. By night, experience the otherworldly side of the prison during a two-hour ghost tour, a three-hour ghost hunt, or a overnight paranormal investigation. I'm up for that. I am too. Jay wouldn't be though. Um, explore, explore the grounds and the dungeon cells and hear about inmates who still, who some say still roam prison halls. First right. off, I'm so up for that. The overnight one? Hell yeah. Let's do it. Uh, Jay, you going to be able to handle it? Hey, though. <laughs> Jay gave oh, the fuck up. He could probably handle the two hour go- the two hour ghost tour or the three hour ghost hunt. But not the overnight thing. Nah, me and you. I'm 100% on board for the overnight thing. Let's go. By the way, talking about this reminded me of this. Um, the night we were at Anna's house, uh, apparently the next day, Catherine said she's seen a figure. And Anna ended up burning sage in her house. And literally the moment it got done burning, I got a fucking migraine. Like, literally the moment... Shit. And that was the next day. Because, like, I'd messaged her. I was like, fuck, man. My, my head just started killing me out of nowhere. And she goes, are you serious right now? I was like, I'm dead serious. I was like, it just fucking happened. And she said, oh, my God. And then she started telling me. I was like, what the fuck? And you know me, man. I'm sensitive to it anyways. But apparently, so is everybody in her house, uh-huh. including her, which I did not know. She's talked to me about it multiple times. And so is her ex-husband. Just throwing that out there. <coughs> we need to ask Anna. What? The overnight one. I don't know. 
Because she said she's actually kind of a chicken shit, so. <laughs> Apparently, Donnie is meeting Megadeth. Probably. What? A guy we know. A guy we know. A guy I used to work with, actually. <coughs> Alright. Limp Mansion, built in the late 1860s, the Limp Mansion in St. Louis char- or claims to be the most haunted place in the city. Life Magazine once called it one of the 10 most haunted places in America. Learn about Limp's family... Limp family's chilling history during a ghost tour or hunt for paranormal activity with an infrared camera on three floors of a darkened mansion during the limp experience. You want to do that one too, Justin? Fuck yeah, dude. Let's do some ghost tours, man. Jay's going to be like, nah, man, leave, us out of, leave me out of this. Um, but next is... I don't Be- know how you say that. I'm going to say Beatty Mansion. Take a paranormal tour of Beatty Mansion, one of St. Joseph's grand Victorian residencies. The original owner, a wealthy businessman, and the first mayor of the city died mysteriously in 1878 after a sudden bouts of <coughs> chloria. His wife passed away two years later during attempts to renovate Hey, by the, the way, mansion. that's cholera. Cholera. Okay, you it's too late. I'm tired. Okay. Um, wife passed away after two two years later during an attempt to renovate the mansion. Contractors experienced a variety of paranormal activity, including disembodied voices and shadowy figures. Alright. That's, that's still pretty badass. Right? Jay, you gonna throw anything out here, man? <laughs> no, he don't like to stop it. I, I know, but he can still mention a few of them. He ain't even looking at them. No, he's on Facebook, ain't you? Yeah. What the fuck, Jay? <laughs> Get a program! <laughs> oh, man. Chicken shit. That shit's not my forte, man. Y'all know that? Pythian Castle. Hear ghostly tales on a nighttime tour of Springfield's Pythian Castle, where strange noises, unexplained voices, floating orbs have been reported, built by the Knights of... I have no idea. I can't even fucking say that. I think he is. As an orphanage in 1913, the castle was later owned by the U.S. military for more than 50 years. Jesus Christ. So that was a military. That ended up being a military compound for a little bit. <laughs> for quite a while, apparently. God damn. Who the fuck builds castles? I don't know. To use as an orphanage. I don't know. Like, it's weird. <coughs> I don't know. They built it to use as an orphanage? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. As built by these knights of whatever as an orphanage. Uh-huh. Even in 1913, who the fuck builds castles using an orphanage? Well, I mean, back then, castles were the thing, you know. I mean, we do technically have a castle here. Villa Catherine, yeah. It's not a castle castle, but it's still technically a castle. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, the Elms Hotel and Spa. Said to be haunted by several spirits, the Elms Hotel and Spa is in Nick's Excelsior Springs. Excelsior Springs was subjected to not one, but two fires. The first in 1898 and the second in 1910. Thankfully, there were no fatalities, but rumors have it that a spir- that Spirits was involved in one of the fires. Guests have reported paranormal activity in the lap pool area of the hotel, once a popular hangout during Prohibition era for the gangsters such as Al Capone. Fuck yeah. Al Capone? <laughs> Hell yeah. 
Did you know there's actually a house in Quincy that used to be owned by Al Capone? Yeah, yeah, because the bar, if you flip it up the right way, it has a secret cubby that he'd hide the... The locust. No, there's actually actually tunnels underneath there that he used to hide his liquor in. Yeah. John Locust. Yeah. Sold for like $1.2 million. Josh's axe actually been inside there. Yeah. It it sold once for $1.2 million. Jesus Christ. Now, mind you, you buy the house, you're buying the history of the house, you know. It's fucking Al Capone's old house. Like, that's a hell of a fucking history that's on your house. That's if it's still even there. The house is. Okay. Is like yeah, it's on Locust. It's on Locust. It's that real fancy house after you get past that, fu- or after you get past uh, Kane's Automotive. Oh, yeah. that one? Yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about, yeah. I knew you would once once I said where it was at. Yeah, it's up between, like, 13th and 14th, or yeah. 14th and 15th, something like that. I couldn't remember exactly the street, I just know... Haunted Castle House. Is it a castle or is it a house? No, that's what this this next one is. Haunted Castle House. Is it a castle or is it a house? God damn it, Jay! Brumley in the backyard of the Castle House sits a pioneer graveyard <laughs> and mass grave. <laughs> and there are multiple accounts throughout the histories throughout history of deaths on a, or in near the property and home. Man, y'all are really childish, man. He has J-ripped ass. Why is Tyler dying right now? <laughs> His reaction would kill me. It's not like it's the first time one of us has farted doing the podcast. No, it's the fact. I do it all the time. It's the fact it was loud enough that I heard it through the mic and through the headset. I heard it from both through the headset and out of it. I'm like, did you just cut ass if you were reading this story? That's what fucking got me. Oh hey, God. by the way, this one we can actually go do a paranormal tour also. Did you, did you see? <laughs> oh, I gave a job. Tyler, there's another story coming up here that we're definitely going to want to read. Because okay. it is uh, called Zombie Road. I know, i seen that one. I want... Oh, God. <laughs> you got there, Jay? Now I'm personally oh, blind and don't have headphones on. Alright, the next one up is Glore Psychiatric <laughs> Museum. St. <laughs> Joseph <laughs> Housed on grounds adjoining the former St. Joseph State Hospital, Lower Psych- Psychiatric Museum shares the history of what once was known as the sta- as State Lunatic Asylum Number no. Two, which opened in St. Joseph in 1874. Museum exhibits include medical equipment and tools used during the asylum's 145-year history, photographs and artwork, sto- and stories from patients. The museum is located in the St. Joseph Museum Complex. So after you visit, wander over to the Black Archives Museum, Doll Museum, and Native American and History Galleries. Visit all four museums for one admission price. How much is that price? It doesn't say. Well, I need to know. I mean, this is the, like, the reason we're, like, we're literally reading it off this page. 
Well, so click the link real quick. We actually did, like, tells you, like, events that you could do with it. So if you're traveling to Missouri, these are ideas you can actually do. So you ghost tours if you like ghost tours. <coughs> And so I'm sitting sideways. So All right, read Zombie Road. <laughs> Sorry, my phone locked up. And it's Zombie Road, Wildwood. A portion of Rock Hollow Trail in Wildwood is said to be watched by shadow people. This 2.3-mile section of old railroad tracks is one of the largest American Indian mound sites. It was walked by settlers crossing the country and used by the Army, or no, by the Union Army during the Civil War. The ghostly apparition that haunts Zombie Road watches from the trees, but might step out onto the trail if a traveler is brave enough to tra- wait. traverse Traverse its secluded path. I'm not... I'm not, ma- I'm not mad about that. I mean, we got flashlights. We can get walkie-talkies. What's up? We're here. Oh, shit! There's a man <coughs> in front of me! No, what I was trying to ask was you just said you, you got ass? <laughs> Like, what? <laughs> Come on, man. We're not going back to this again. <laughs> Who says that like that? <laughs> I meant to say rip. <laughs> oh, man. At the time, I couldn't think this is This is become qu- very quickly coming a podcast about Jay Farton. <laughs> and sorry, Tyler dying laughing. Jay dying laughing because Tyler dying laughing Dude, about a t- fart. Tyler's reaction is what got me, like... Well, it's good to the way you were looking around. Like, <laughs> this is our vampire episode all over again. That's what I said. Oh. Is the fact that Jake nonchalantly looked around and started <laughs> giggling when he stared at me. So I started laughing. You your reaction gets me every time. <laughs> you just lose it so bad. Well, it's the fact I look over at you uh-huh. and you literally go. And start chuckling. I'm like, oh, this motherfucker's going to laugh. So I got to laugh. Well, then I start laughing because I heard you go. Did you just cut ass? And I'm like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. <coughs> Don't nobody say, did you cut ass? In that moment, my brain wasn't thinking clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Union Station, Kansas City. This Kansas City train station built in 1914 was the bustling hub of activity in its prime. <coughs> More than 200 passenger trains pass through the station on a daily basis. Union Station is still a hub of culture, education, and entertainment. At night, at, in, at night, this time of year, it belongs to the supernatural. When the sun goes down, the station belongs to the spirits who are still waiting for their trains. Employees tell stories of a woman in a black dress <coughs> walking down the stairs after hours and apparitions of travelers with suitcases wandering the halls. The Kansas City Ghost and Gangsters Tour includes... The gruesome story of the Union Station Massacre and other Kansas City horror stories. That sounds cool as shit. Union Station Massacre. Does. Yeah. What the fuck was that? I don't know. Look it up real quick. Like, I ain't never heard nothing about that. Haunted Hannibal Ghost Tours. I've done this one. I went with educational talenters. Like, they'll take what it was is... I can tell you better what they're going to tell you. You get on a shuttle. But when we did it, it's... It was supposed to be like for an after dark one, but it went dark when we did it. But they did it during the day with us, and they took us by like places where a house used to stand where a guy got <coughs> murdered after a party and was decapitated in his own home because this dude got mad at him about a wife that killed someone and all this shit. And then we went to with dying rods. We went to the cemetery and we we're talking spirits like at their graves with dying rods. Hey, look those ones we've already mentioned, dude. I found another site. 
Yeah. Union, Missouri haunting. The Kansas City massacre was the shootout and murder of four law enforcement officers and a criminal fugitive at the Union Station Railroad Depot in Kansas City, Missouri. Wait, where did you find that link at? Apparently it was on the morning of June 17, 1933. Hmm. I, I, I looked up Union Station Massacre. <laughs> I actually <sighs> looked up some other ones, like actual stories, not just us reading off the Missouri fucking pamphlet. Um, Benton County Ghost. That's the name of this one. Benton County, Missouri Ghost. Located where the Missouri Prairie meets the Ozark Mountains and dissected by the Osage River, this area first provided plentiful game along its bluffs and timber-covered hills to to several Indian tribes, including the Delaware, Shawnee, Kickapoo, and Sauk. But remember, but far or but by far, however, the land was occupied. By the Osage Indians, from which the river would later take its name. White explorers first came to the area in 1719, and by the early 1800s, hunters, trappers, and traders were also reaping the rewards of the region. By 1820, several Kentucky and Tennessee farmers of English, Irish, and German descent called the area home. So basically, this story is just talking about the area. Um, talks about how in January 1835 the county officially formed and commissioners were appointed to locate the new county seat as near the center of the county and the Osage River as best could be found. About after two years, after a two-year battle between various settlements and trading places, most specifically between. Fristo and Warsaw, the latter won the race in the business of running. Yeah, business of running the county began. What the hell? It just went back for no reason. Sorry, my phone's being crappy today. It's fine. I found one called the Epperson House. The Epperson House, uh, built around 1920. Is now part of the University of Missouri, Kansas City, and the, this house, originally owned by Urant Epison, has a long history of hauntings. The resident ghosts that are Urant's adopted daughter and Urant himself. The daughter died in the home while the organ was being the organ was being constructed in the house. She appears in an evening gown, accompanied by the organ music late at night. In addition, a man's arm in blue suit has been seen to turn off a light. The Epison house was. Featured on a TV's Unsolved Mystery as one of the top five U.S. haunted houses. What? Which one was that? The Epperson House. Oh. Uh, hey, you know this site actually does have one on here that uh, we all should know at least the person's name, Jesse J- James Farm, in in Kearney, Missouri. But it's supposed to be haunted. Fuck yeah, dude. Let's go. I would love to go visit Jesse, Jar- <laughs> Jesse James' farm. Like, obviously, Jay wouldn't. Jay's like, no, fuck all that. Keep that shit away from me. Well, he may someone be able to visit Jesse James' farm. And that's pretty badass. And the fact that, you know, he actually was from Missouri, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. 
This one's called Vale Mansion and Independence, which is also another Ghost Adventures episode. Um, this one's short. It says, besides former owner Mrs. Vale appearing in the window or around the property grounds, it is also believed that the homeowner, the home's formal or former use as an asylum left negative energies and residential hauntings. Nice. Me and you. This <laughs> Here we one. go. Uh, let me see if I can say this. The Wyeth Tootley Mansion. That's <coughs> what it says. Uh, looks stately enough to be haunted. It's a gothic style building with 43 rooms, including a panoramic view of the city and the Missouri River. Ghost hunters have said that there are apparitions of two children playing in one of the mansion's bedrooms or a male spirit who spirit who roams the third floor others have captured evp in the home that sounds cool as shit. the mansion is available to rent throughout the year it is also open to the public during the spring and summer months on friday and saturday ghost hunts are also sometimes available this one's called fear or screaming house and union the truly horrifying account of one man's experience with this house was written by a former tenant Stephen Lachance. They were amazed at the low rent and the puzzled by the latches on the outside of all the doors. What started as a small thing such as painting that kept falling off the wall turned to a malevolent, dark, ghostly figure, a screaming man, and an attack by the house itself finally forcing them to leave. Turned out the house had a long history of tendons leaving unexpectedly. Mm. Oh, well, by the way, this is actually pulled up Jesse James Farm. Uh, Jesse James' birthplace. Actually, the the road is actually named Jesse James Road or Jesse James Farm Road. That's fucking amazing. It's the birthplace of one of the most famous outlaws to ever live. So of course, the birthplace of Jesse James is haunted. Both Jesse and his brother Frank were raised in the house near Kearney. It's also where their half brother Archie was murdered and where Jesse was whipped by Union fighters. The farm is to be is said to be haunted by a number of spirits, including sounds that date back to the Civil War era. The museum is open to the public. Admission is eight fifty for adults, five dollars for children, and kids under eight are free. Uh, I have more information on Zombie Road off this one. It says the stories associated with Zombie Road outside of St. Louis are many. While the original name of the road is Lar Ford Road. It started to be referred to as Zombie Road in the 50s. This is perhaps due to a story of a zombie killer, a creepy guy who lived in a shack in the woods and would attack young lovers looking for a place to be alone. As years passed, chilling stories continued, including ghosts, vanishing, and sound or strange noises. One of the most spine-tingling may have been the frequently retold story about a ghost of a man who was hit by a train that now haunts the area. The chilling part is there is a real story of which a wife of a local judge named Delea... Hamilton McColl was actually hit by a train and died in 1876. Since there are no other records of anyone being killed by a train in this area, it is widely believed that Mrs. McColl may just be the actual famed ghost. Nice. And that's the photo that it shows of the road. So there's no way you're going to car down that. No, but you can walk it. Yeah, good. Alright, I'll pull up another site. <laughs> Sorry, this this name's funny. Nob Noster. Mm. What the fuck? Nob Noster is a small Missouri town close to Whiteman Air Force Base. 
<laughs> okay. That makes it even worse. As you may or may not be aware, the word knob is an old term for a hill or smaller mountain. This is where the town gets its name. <laughs> this is also where the local spooky legends are centered, you see. It is said that at one time, there was a hermit who lived up on the hill avoiding the rest of the town as much as possible. In fact, he had a slave who would run any errands he had in town. The slave was well liked by the townspeople, so when he went missing, they became concerned, especially when the hermit came into town to do his own errands. Some of the locals asked him about the slave, but he scowled and stormed off, triggering a rumor that he had murdered the young man. A few days later, a terrible storm, and witness, witnesses saw a lantern moving up the hill just before lightning struck. The following day, the hermit's body was discovered on the hill, his face frozen in terror. To this day, people still see the light of, from the lantern bobbing up and down the hillside on stormy nights. That's cool as shit. Yeah. Uh, this one's called Morris Hotel <coughs> in Jefferson County. The old hotel located at 8850 8, Morrison Mill, Spur Road, is an 1816 farmhouse. A former famous guest like Larabo, <coughs> Jesse James, and Al Capone, and Charles Lindenberg. Also, Bertha, Bertha Gifford, who lived and worked there at one point, was an infamous serial killer who poisoned children and adults with arsenic-laced chocolate. There have been reports of a strange image caught on film, footsteps, voices, and cold breezes and apparitions through the years. Nice. That's what the Elms looks like. <coughs> the Jefferson Barracks in St. Louis has been an active military site since 1826. Given its age and the fact that it adjoins the National Cemetery, it is no surprise that it is said to be haunted. The cemetery apparently has a little go a little child ghost who wanders among the headstones. Two ghosts appear at sundown and acknowledge each other before vanishing again. One is said to be in the clothing of a Confederate soldier while the other one is wearing a Buffalo soldier uniform. More specifically, the black troop. In the barracks themselves, it is it seems to be the post headquarters where the paranormal activity is centered. One local soldier spotted a light coming up, coming on in one of the rooms one night and went over to the window to check it out. When he looked inside, he saw a military officer in 19th century dress sitting at the desk writing by candlelight. He then stood up and vanished. I like that one. I mean, that's pretty cool. And the fact that it's still in use, that's crazy. After a while, they'd be like, nah, man, we got too much shit going on. No, no, it's just that. Like, the way our military works, man, is they abandon bases all the time. How haven't they abandoned this one? But this one built in 1826 and is still active? Shit. Uh, This one's called Prosperity School Bed and Breakfast, and it's in Joplin. The formal school or former school stood empty for over 30 years before it was turned into a bed and breakfast. There have been reports of children running down the hall as a shadowy figure and the ghost of a nurse. Perhaps the creepiest are guest reports of the sensation of a child crawling into bed with him in the middle of the night, located at 40, 4788 Country or County Road 200. Mm. Okay. <coughs> uh, Ravenswood. You know, it really sucks being a motherfucker sitting right above the fucking air vent. 
I did my I don't I don't have fucking shoes on, so I don't have socks on. My fucking free my feet are fucking freezing. All right cold air, dude. Dude, like, my, my legs are, are so warm, cold. But my arms are fucking cold as shit. Dude, my legs are freezing me over here. I'm glad I'm wearing jeans. Well, we're just about done with this episode. Yeah, but I'm right on top of a tiger. Shut up. <laughs> I'm getting all of it. Ravenswood is a grand mansion that was built in 1880 by Nadine and Charles Leonard. The Leonards were a couple who loved nothing more than entertaining. On the mic. They would often they would often string the string lanterns through through the trees, hire an orchestra, and invite all their friends to dance the night away. Sounds like a great couple. Nadine remained. In her beloved home until she died, aged 90 years old. And it seemed that perhaps her spirit has never left. After her death, a family servant tried to enter Nadine's bedroom to collect some clothing, only to find the door locked from inside. It was agreed that the lock would have to be broken, but by the time the servant returned with the required tools, the door was open. Christmas ornaments are often thrown down the stairs. A broken music box randomly plays music despite not having worked for years, and some visitors say they can hear music and laughter from the lawns, reminiscent of Nadine's lavish parties. So that castle we were talking about, that's what it looks like. That Sweet. orphanage. Uh, I found one actually above it called Satan's Tunnel on Hawk Point. Alright, read that one. It, the tunnel was a railroad bridge, has been mostly taken by nature, moss, and graffiti, and many believe it is haunted by ghostly figures. Long before when the railroad was still here, a train struck a man walking along the tracks, causing him to fall to his death. Another man was said to have been lynched in a tree near the entrance. The third story involves a man who at one time had his home in the tunnel, who had been found dead and looked Dead with a look of fear still on his face. Besides the ghost of these three men, perhaps because of negative energy drawn to the site by these events, a group of devil worshippers have been attracted to this location and performed rituals there. Nice. And it, uh, it, it looks like it would be a worshipping tunnel. True that. Alright, so... I'm pretty sure we may have enough time for a couple more stories, and that'd be about it. Uh, Smollett's Cave. In the 1920s, two ladies were walking near Spring Creek when a man stepped out of the roadside, stepped out from the roadside. He was headless and had a pair of shoes strung from the stump of his neck and a Bible on his shoulders. The woman ran off or the women ran off, but a short time later, the apparition appeared again, this time to two boys out riding. Other reports state that, the, that a horse with a headless rider was galloping towards them on the same path. It is said that this is, the, this is a ghost who lives in Smollett's cave and that passers-by can hear him tapping away as he, clo- as he cobbles shoes. This has earned the apparition of the nickname the Headless Cobber. Co- cobbler. Cobber. <laughs> um, this one's called Stevens College in Columbia. Stevens College in Columbia is to is believed to have many spirits. A long part of campus lore. Silsberg and Robble Dorm Hall is said to be home to three ghostly women called Blue Ladies who sing to students and tuck them into bed at night. A baby is heard crying at night in Searcy Hall, said to be a spirit of a newborn who had been left in a locker by a student. 
At Senior Hall, you may encounter the spirit of a woman named Sarah who is said to have hanged herself during the yeah hanged herself there during the Civil War after her soldier lover had been killed and de for desert desertion. Finally, Towers Hall, the entire fifth floor, is said to have several spirits residing there. There you go. The whole time trying to read that one, Tyler. Well, I have to shift fucking. Most of it's capital and lowercase. Like, you have three capitals in a row. And Alright. Five-star review on Apple Podcast. Yes. Can't ask enough. Helps people find us. Uh, reach out to us on Twitter. Yes, please. At Creeptastic Nerd. Facebook uh-huh. or Instagram. At the Creeptastic Nerds. Uh, or you can email us to creeptasticnerd at gmail.com. Alright, so what's coming up for you guys? Other than Tyler's trip in July. Mm. Me and you, Jay, me and you seriously gotta go to Six Flags sometime. I have no idea. I'm planning on doing that in June. So, uh, we also need to make a trip to your tattoo artist. I'm really feeling yeah, like I need a tattoo. Some ink therapy? Yes, I need some ink therapy. Now that, now that I finally <laughs> got my engine and everything for my truck, I can finally get my appointment made get my next tattoo. I need I need to add some more ink, man. I need them. <coughs> I really do. I I don't really need them, but I really want this them. This one covered up. And then... I'm thinking about covering up my eagle. Which one? Oh wait, you only have one. I only have one eagle. Still keep the Gibson Pride thing, but have them covered up with an actual fucking eagle, and get rid of some of the flames on my body because I have a lot of flames on my body. <laughs> But that'll be a little bit before that happens. Uh, my next one, I'm kind of torn between two different ones. Well, sort of. Actually, three different ones. Uh, but I'm going to talk to them, see if they can't do my two hands at one time. And I'm going to try to do... Like, remember how I said I wanted to have the Triforce, of, the triforce on, on one hand and lead up to Sonic, even though they're two different games? Uh, I think I kind of want to do the other side, Harry Potter themed. So... The Deathly Hollow sign on my hand, leading up to like shit with like a snitch, uh, a broom, you know that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be pretty cool. I mean, it sounds cool. <clears throat> and if she's a great artist, she can come. I mean, she can draw it out. Yeah, yeah. that would be awesome. And then I, I would really like to get something for creep tastic nerds. Just throwing it out there. Uh, but I do want to get the... See, if she can do my two hands, that'd be great at one time. So they all can, they can both heal at the same time. And like she can make the Deathly Hollow sign more elaborate. You really can't make the Triforce one elaborate. Because, I mean, it kind of is what it is. Uh, I guess technically she could do like the wrap from like Link's hands. Mm-hmm. Cause like when he looks down at his hand, he's, his hands are wrapped, so he has a he has that fucking wrap around his hand, and then it's on top of that. So technically, she could do that mm-hmm. <coughs> to make it look, you know, more elaborate. <coughs> yeah. Kind of want to see how much that cost me. I don't know. Because it's not it's not a super complicated tattoo. I mean, it's going to be a super fucking easy tattoo. She just did a Bowser the other day. Fucking right, man. Let's go. 
I said, my biggest thing, dude, I've, I told you, <laughs> I don't know how, for how long, man, I want to get Sonic. I want to get the Sonic character around my wrist. I want to see that movie. I do want to see Sonic 2. But I do. I want to get Sonic characters around my wrist. I love the game. I love. I actually like the movies. I like the cartoon. Well, one of them uh, was that like Sonic XD or whatever. When he's in Union Station. Oh, I don't know. I think so. And then <laughs> that's that's where is that? No, but we were just. I know, Union but Station, the cartoon's actually based on the game for the Dreamcast. Uh, but yeah, I, do, I definitely do want to get those around my wrist sometime, but I'm pretty sure that's going to cost me a pretty penny, because that's several characters, and my entire, it's basically wrapped all the way around my wrist, mm-hmm. so, but I was talking to Anna, and I told her, you know, once I get out of the hole I'm in, I want to go get some more tattoos, I'd say I feel like I deserve it, Yeah. and she agreed, she said, hell yeah. So that's why she went and got piercings because she had gotten kind of in a, a little bit of a hole and she got herself out. So as a re or no, my bad, that's not. She said it was after her last like mental stress. It was a way for her to gain some more composure. She went and got some fucking piercings done. So now she got her lip pierced and her nose that she already had pierced the side. She pierced that one a second time. So now she got two on one side. <laughs> Whatever folks boat, man. Yeah. That makes you feel good about yourself. Fuck yeah, man. But I love getting tattoos, so why not? Hell yeah. I thought about trying to do another one on me on myself, but I'm not I'm not good at tattooing myself. The reason I'm not good at tattooing myself is because you paint on yourself. Yeah. My self preservation wins out. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't win out, but it does. Like, I can watch somebody else fucking do it all day long, never even flinch, never even think about it. Like, when I got this one and this one done, my Mario and my my Ninja Turtle, I was literally talking to her, drinking a soda, smoking a cigarette. And, of course, she had my, because it's on the inside of my forearm, my hand was laying like this, and she had her titty laying in my hand. Hey, but Mindy had her titty sitting in my hand, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, I was never attracted to Mindy. But it's, hey, it's still a titty in my hand. Yeah, just throwing that out there. When I got my eagle done, man, just sitting there bullshit, drinking Justin's soda. Yeah, I paid for Jay's. Jay never paid for one of mine. He, mm-hmm. he paid for mine because he wanted to see me cry, but I didn't cry. I know. Jay cry while you said, this fucking sucks. Honestly, no, because, like, the design Jay got, he actually got pretty close to the design, the design he actually picked out. And I was like, Jay, we should get the same tattoo. So, our tattoos were technically are the same, but they're not the same. Mm-hmm. The flames are actually not part of it. Uh, so they're not technically like mine is actually bigger than Jay's because my arm was bigger than Jay's. Mm-hmm. So mine tattoos is like way bigger. And if you actually look at mine, mine's faded like a motherfucker. Jay's hasn't really faded. 
lighter than what I originally was. I would say my but leg one's lighter. This one's a little bit lighter on my still arm. See it. My Teen Wolf one's a little bit lighter than what it was, and then this one's just fucking bright ass colors, so it's gonna fade quicker. Uh but yeah, fuck yeah, dude, I need some tattoo therapy, man. I'm I'm talking to Mitch about getting another one after I get back. I know I'm down for another one. I want to get my button made. So You're going to be in Vegas, dude. Get one in Vegas. But I've already said... There was supposedly a $10 tattoo shop up there. Just... You're in Vegas, dude. Get one <clears> in the fuck... How do you not go to Vegas and... How do you go to Vegas and not get a tattoo? Because I'm going to be swimming most of the time. Who the fuck cares? They put that little thing around you, so... On your arm... Or wherever you're getting it, so that it doesn't get wet. Yeah. But how are you gonna be in Vegas and not? Yeah, get if I was in Vegas, I'd definitely look up a fucking tattoo shop. Cause you be trying, you can Same play. with going to Sturgis. How do you go to Sturgis and not get a tattoo? Because Vegas, man, you can find like a famous ass tattoo shop that you see on a fucking TV show. Right. Smell a good artist. Yeah, that's gonna be a really bad price. True, you you gonna be saving up for it for it, man. But you can plan that out. Like, no, nah, I'm doing that. All depends on the, <coughs> on the size and the detail. And but, fuck yeah, dude, I'm, I'm looking at maybe a month away if I can get my fuck, get me another tattoo. I don't know. I don't know how many sessions it'll take to do mine. Cover up my leg. See, really, for my eagle, it wouldn't be that much to cover up the flames. Because that's really all she'd have to do. I mean, yeah, because I still want to keep the American flag. Because I like the American flag. I just want the eagle covered up. I still want an eagle. I just don't want this one. But I'll deal with it. <coughs> but truth is, I didn't pay for my Ninja Turtle. And I didn't pay for my Mario. Christina paid for one and Cambry paid for the other one. I didn't pay for my eagle. He paid for that. Technically, I didn't pay for this one or that one on my leg. I paid for all of mine. So. Because technically, I pawned my iPod to Jeannie. <laughs> like I literally just she had my iPod. She loaned me the money and I paid her back. <coughs> I had my my iPod as insurance. I would pay her back. Not I think I wanted to give her the iPod anyway. But all my tattoos, well, most of my tattoos have come from the same person. All my upper body ones have. I was trying to think about it. Like, the three I got from Mindy, I don't think I paid for any of them, to be honest. You paid for that one. I don't remember if I paid for my own one or not. There's somebody else paid for it. And like I said, I think it was a studio that Judy took my iPod and gave me the money for it. Do you really only got four tattoos? Yeah, one there, one there, there, and my leg. Huh. I have here. Here in the back of my leg. So I'm just weirdo sitting over here with fucking ten tattoos. Well, a couple of you did yourself though. I ain't tattooed myself. I did three myself. Yeah, see, three the rest yourself. of them all came from other people, from Mindy or Sean. This one tattoo shop. And actually, I do, I do need some touch-ups done too. So I need to talk to her to see if she can touch it up. But and fix some of them because like my Mario's fucked up. Uh, the only thing is though, I have to have ink. That is, that's not going to fade in the sun as bad. Because I do walk around like this all summer, 
and working to what I do now, I get hell of a fucking tan. Now you weren't supposed to wear beaded to work anymore. Guess what? <laughs> they don't fucking care as long as the work's getting done. The only one that cares is Eugene. In which case, I can actually just have... He's trying to order work shirts. The problem is he can't get them big enough for me. So I can always just take a t-shirt. And <laughs> I mean, if I mean he's to, not exactly a small guy himself. He still wears a smaller shirt than I do. Or he's not a small dude. I'm actually a wider guy. We also have broad-ass shoulders. Everyone's in the family. But I can just take a t-shirt with me, and when I got to talk to people, just throw it <laughs> on. But take off the fucking shirt when I'm when I'm working. Yeah, I bought a bright ass sleeveless shirt. Nice, bright ass fucking like yellow. So we need to get a hold of that guy from the mall. Because yeah. I would really like a booth at the fall at Falcon. Dude, that'd be cool shit. So Mike, I don't know whoever fucking runs it. Mike Stanbridge, the one who has the Lego earrings and shit. I don't that know. works at Spencer's and works at Sports Spot. I can get a hold of him. I don't. I don't he just was. told Cole that he needed to have us get a hold of him. About having our own booth at Falcon so we can record a live episode there. Granted, nobody's going to know who we are. Or almost nobody, I should say. Uh, but that still be really cool to have that. And I would love for us to be able to get some shirts made up. Well, even then, like, I'm going to pay to see Biff anyways. So I'll be like, hey, I'm just what? down the way. The guy who played Biff from Back to the Future is going to be a Falcon this year. Oh, yeah? And there's okay. going to be a DeLorean there, too. I didn't I didn't hear anything about who was going to be a Falcon this year. I know. I asked Mike about it because I went to go get uh, my dad a Christmas okay. gift. Okay, I don't really care about Biff as much as I do the DeLorean. would be cool to see. Because Mike, which is the guy who runs all this shit, he was talking to me about it. And he goes, yeah, my friend's letting us use his DeLorean for it. I said, go back and like, wait, what did you just say? <laughs> The DeLorean. The DeLorean. I said, does it got everything in it? He goes, the DMC. I, the I don't flux know. capacitor. That's that's what I really cared about was flux capacitor. That would be cool as shit though if they could get a DeLorean from Back to the Future. That'd be badass. Mm-hmm. But no, dude, it'd just be awesome for us to have our own booth at Falcon. Mm-hmm. Well, it'd have to be after I got off work that I meet you guys at the booth, anyways, because it's gonna start right after I get off work. Dude, it's far enough from events out now, though. You tell them, like, hey, our podcast is going to have a booth at the Falcon. I, gotta, I need to be there. I need a day off. Yeah. But Falcon is two days, so the first day, nobody really sets up and starts until after five anyways. Or, you know, I need off uh, by a certain time. The whatever. second day is the day that it runs all day long. Mm-hmm. So. So I can do the five o'clock day after work and then go over and ask her that other day off. But. Man, that'd be fucking awesome. And we have shirts. Here's the thing, dude. Like, shirts, stickers, you know, little shit like that. We can pass out. Mm -hmm. I figure out where Dad had the business cards made. I can get a hold of Tracy and ask Tracy where she gets all her shit made. This lady gets everything fucking made. You know what would be actually really cool, though, to pass out? Because Tracy actually gets it made with... It's her business card. But it's a flash drive. It's a four gigabyte flash drive, so it's nothing major, but it like flips out into a flash drive. Nice. But it's her business card. That's kind of cool. Get something like that, because you know, nerds. Come on, man. <coughs> That'd be cool. Pass them bitches out. Yeah. People remember it, because who doesn't use a flash drive every once in a while? Yeah. 
So they see it. It's not something you're likely to throw away. That'd be cool shit. I said same with stickers. Get stickers made. Have pass house with stickers. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that stuff, like shirts would be the biggest thing, is how do we get shirts made? One, because it's super hard for me and Jay to find shirts in our sizes. Yeah. What I say we do is talk to somebody with a fucking cricket and have them print, see if they can't print out our logo and just print that mother, just put that motherfucker on ourselves. For our shirts. Their shirt, everybody else's shirts, maybe we can just order them in bulk. Yeah. Because you can get up to like an extra large. Well, you know, we need 4X, so that don't work for us. I'm a 3X over here. I mean, I, wear, I can wear 3X too, but I get the 4X just because it's a little extra room. True That's that. why I do with 3X, because it's a little more room. Or I get 3X, big and tall. I didn't get you a 3X fucking hoodie, and it fits you perfectly. Mm-hmm. And it fits her perfectly, too, by the way. Yeah, if Thomas Yeah, we don't have one. Yeah, I'm kind of sad. So are we going to do the logo we have now on him, or are we going to try to do a different logo? I'd say we do a couple of different ones. Because I think in my sketch but I think home, I have the one Cassie was working on. I think if we're going to do it, though, then we need to have on there, listen on, like, have our logo on one side of the shirt. And, like, you know how, like, the on the back it'll say, like, sponsors and stuff? Like, listen on, or available on... And just list all the different stuff it's available on. Yeah. That way people understand it's a podcast and they actually go listen to us on that. You know, just an idea. Yeah. I can look into some stuff. I know my mom just had a box of pins she had bought for dad's DJ service. I can figure out where the hell she got them ordered off of. And then I can discuss colors and designs and shit. But you just... Little stuff like that, I mean, it costs us a little bit. Uh-huh. But anything to spread our name more. Uh, yeah. The one thing I'd really love to do is pocket protectors. Because nobody has them anymore. But it's your, like, classic 80s nerd thing. So it'd, be, it'd just be funny as shit, but we could not give those away. No. But that's when you get, like, the pins and stuff made, and you put the pins in it, too. But it's a pocket protector with our fucking logo on it. Who the fuck has a pocket protector? None of us do. But it'd be funny as shit. It doesn't even exist anymore. It'd just be funny as shit. Yeah, it would be. One of us dressing like Styles, basically, over here with the fucking suit shirt or suit jacket and just random ass t-shirts and shit. No. I think we're going to do it. Man, one of us got dressed like a fucking 80s nerd. With the fucking high waters, the suspenders, <laughs> not I, the Jedi. tucked in sweatshirt, or the the half tucked in shirt, not I, Jedi. I think it'd be funny as shit. So you remember I, you know, well, mine and Jay's idea for around Christmas time, dude. Why not make a fool of ourselves at FallCon? Draw some attention to us. Because we're not drawing attention to us now. You get 24-pack pocket protectors on Amazon. <laughs> like all kinds of different colors. See, look. You get something like that and you have Aunt Sheila fucking print our, uh, print our fucking name and shit on them. It's perfect. How much are they? Uh, hold on. There you go. Look at that pocket protector. 
Yeah, man, it's already logoed. <laughs> Don't worry. We can't make it customizable then. Wait. wait. <coughs> uh, twenty-four pack, eight ninety-nine. Oh, nice. Walmart five pack heavy duty pocket protectors for six seven six dollars and seventy cents. May have. I may pack. have to make a trip to Walmart sometime. Huh. Like, where would you go? I guess you find it like the office supply. I guess I don't know. I guess I don't know. All right, so we're a little over an hour on this one. Uh, reach out. Five-star review on our podcast. Reach out to us on Twitter. At Creeptastic Nerd. Facebook and Instagram. At The Creeptastic Nerds. Or you can email us. The Creeptastic Nerd at gmail.com. And we'll be back with you guys next week. Peace. Peace.